The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. In this episode, we're going to talk about being thankful, but even when things don't go your way. I'm Sienna. And I'm Toast. We've been partners in life, love, and music since 2001. And we believe life is best lived as a love story. Your love story. After all, to love well is to live well. For more, check out SiennaandToast.com. But for now, here's this episode. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving week, if that's when you're listening to this. And happy post-Thanksgiving, if you're listening to it later. Oh, so you're probably listening to this, though. Probably before Thanksgiving, right? Right. But now we're like further into the holiday season. So I just wanted to let people know that if they have friends who are kind of woo-woo, that we have a new shop at CNNToast.com. And you can use the code POD10, P-O-D-1-0, and that code will give you 10% off. In our woo-woo shop. In our woo-woo shop, we affect- yes. Our, the shop that we affectionately call our woo-woo shop. Yes. Only woo-woo people will know what that means. <laughs> because, well, I had a, we have a friend and I told him, like, oh, I'm putting together a shop and online store. And he was all, oh, cool. What, what is, you know, what does it sell? And I, I said, it's a woo-woo shop. And he was like, what's that like you use you know the emoji you know the emoji the face where with the hand there's a hand and you're you're kind of looking up like "Mm, what's that yeah i think okay i'm sorry i'm looking at how we're recording this yes i might be too loud maybe we have to turn down the thing and check okay okay and we're back and i was too loud sorry made an adjustment okay you know why it's because we use this this box this analog to digital converter box for our other microphone in recording music, and the levels are different. So that's why the levels got changed. All switched around. Yeah. Anyways, so our shop has just a little woo-woo to woo you. Go to cnntoast.com <laughs> slash shop, and you'll see what we mean. So thank you again for joining us, spending your time with us. We truly do appreciate that you listen, that you tune in. And hopefully you you enjoy this episode. Yes. But uh, let's see. So it's Thanksgiving week, mm-hmm. right? And we wish we could tell you all of our Thanksgiving plans, but we can't because we are we batch record, and so we're recording this early, so we have no clue. We haven't made a plan uh, yet. Yeah, I mean, we normally do certain things, but we're not sure if that's what we're going to end up doing. Mm-hmm. We're not end up doing, but choose to do. Mm-hmm. So we shall see. And I'm sure we will have some kind of a Thanksgiving update in a December podcast. I'm sure I would we imagine. Will. 
But what are you looking forward to for Thanksgiving? I'm looking forward to spending quality time with good people. I thought you were going to say pumpkin pie. And pumpkin <laughs> pie, too. Pumpkin pie. And I like cranberry sauce. Yeah. You do like cranberry yeah. sauce. With, not just by itself, but cranberry sauce with stuffing. Right? It's, yeah, it's, the, see, it's the sweet tart part. No. Combined with the salty part. I don't mm. think so. Yeah. I don't know. Sienna. That's just wrong. Yeah, <laughs> folks. Sienna doesn't really get things like chutney. Like the sweet with with like a savory a meal is just does not seem right yeah yeah she doesn't get that i mean i think that in ayurvedic principles mm -hmm. i can understand how that makes sense but just to the palate it just seems like why are you mixing dessert and doesn't make sense to you. Your main dish and your dessert is touching. See, it's not is actually dessert. Touching that's your. That's your That's where the gap in knowledge is. That's where the misunderstanding is. It's not dessert. But it seems like it because, right. for instance, again, our friends Trader Joe's, they have an amazing jar of cranberry sauce. So it's mm -hmm. not in a can where you just like slop it off, slop it out, and it's just the. It's shape. not like Jello. And it has the, the, the grooves in it? No, it's not like that. It's actually in a jar. And theirs is so good because it has orange peel in it. So I love to have that just scooped out, like like a teaspoon scooped out in a little ramekin. Okay. And just having nice sour tastes, sour, sweet sour tastes of that. But for you, it's like, like a but snack. But that's my dessert. Yes. Yes, like a sweet. See, that's eating snack. it wrong. <laughs> but I just can't imagine it touching my tofurkey with mashed potatoes and green beans. Like that should be not touching at all gotcha. in its own container and after. Yeah. It sounds like you're you've put this cranberry sauce. Yeah. Right. Especially since you mentioned the orange peel. You've put it it's into the so category. Oh my God. You've put it into the category of the Hawaiian food group known as lihingmoi or crackseed. Kind of. Right? Yeah, maybe. Like a little after dinner seed. Little after dinner so. lihingmoi. Yeah, I mean well and then even I mean that's very specific, but to me it's like you wouldn't take it's like it's like as if you have a slice of cake on the same plate as your main dinner and it's all touching <laughs> yeah, that's and, wrong. You're, and you're taking a bite of cake and then taking a bite of your tofurkey. Yeah, that's wrong. And taking some green beans and gravy and then biting a piece of cake. Like that's what it seems like to me. <laughs> right? Yeah, that would gross me out too. Right? I mean, yeah. to me, yeah. to okay. me. I get right? it. I didn't get grow it. up. I'm sure if I grew up with, although I did grow up with cranberry sauce. At Thanksgiving type, only. The type with the grooves. Yeah, at Thanksgiving right. only. But yeah, not me chutney. Too. It wasn't a regular thing mm -hmm. to make mm -hmm. sure that every meal had the sweet part, mm -hmm. sweet and sour part for, you know, the whole palate. And, and this is why you also completely reject pineapples on pizza. Oh, my God. That does not belong there. <laughs> I don't know if that's why, but... It's the same part of you. Pineapples on a pizza. That rejects that. No. It's the same part of you, yeah. See, I'm okay with it. I get it. 
I'm like, okay, yeah. Because it's the chutney part that's like, okay, I get chutney. That that's a category I accept. But anyways, or how they put for people like who eat ham and stuff like that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how they make it with right, pineapple with the, with the rings. Pineapple. Yeah, yeah. Right. Or like glaze it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with orange marmalade. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> no, please. Nope. Nope. There are, yes, you're not alone. There are definitely other people who feel the same way. I hope so. Especially about the pineapples I on pizza. I hope so. Yeah. Okay, so all of this Thanksgiving food talk, but we thought we wanted to do an episode about you know, giving thanks and gratitude. But the original thought was, what if we do an episode about the, the negative things that happen in the year that we're thankful for? We thought that might might have been more interesting than just being like, oh, we're thankful for having, you know, a house and food and friends and all that stuff, right? That's Even though that's really important. Right. No, it's... Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely it is. It is. And what's, like, incredible to me is that everybody listening to this podcast, I mean, we have the technology, we have access to this incredible abundance in our lives... To the point where we have, we pretty much have those things. You know, our physical, you know, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Like, oh, we, Maslow. we have the physical <clears throat> material things to be thankful for. And it's, it's kind of crazy that that can be taken for granted. It's unfortunate. Yeah. But that's the situation that we are in, in the quote-unquote first world. Hmm. And so we thought, okay, let's let's up the bar a little bit and talk about, well, what about the quote-unquote negative things that all of us encounter and deal with? And can we talk about being thankful in those things too? Yeah. So and like negative things are like, and when we say negative things, we uh, we totally realize like there is a spectrum of what negative things can be. Everything is relative. <laughs> yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so when you hear, when we start talking, some of you might be like, that's not really negative. Right. That's not, you know. But right. in the moment, in these various moments, because we're going to tell a, a story, in these various moments... They each had their own impact of like, oh, my God. Right. Oh, my God. Right. Yeah. And we're just we're just going to share with you kind of like a story arc, right? Because <laughs> what we're going to share with you uh, took place over the course of several months mm-hmm. in this past year. Mm-hmm. So here late, we go. Let's uh, just start, uh, right? Late summer or yeah. right in the middle of summer. Actually, right at the start of summer. Actually, earlier than summer. <laughs> Okay, so my aunt, who uh, moved to Virginia very many, 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 many years ago, she actually has lived in Virginia, born and raised in, actually, she was born in Massachusetts, I believe, but then But that's because her dad was in the army. Yes, but she was raised in Hawaii, and then when she moved to Virginia, um, she actually became a resident there and stayed there 
for way longer than she had ever lived um, in Hawaii for. So anyways, she has decided or she had decided to move to Portland, Oregon, where we are, because she came to visit us uh, the other year. And um, she really loved it and thought, wow, this is such a progressive place. My aunt, by the way, is a lesbian. And so um, things were different when she was growing up. But when she visited Portland, she was like, wow, this is she wished she had she had known about the place sooner because it felt like all of the things that she would be looking for in an ideal place to live. So she thought, hey, maybe I should move to Portland because she was getting ready to make a big change anyways in um, the life she was she was living in Virginia. So she was ready to move, basically. So she was planning to move to Portland, and we thought, okay, well, you know, maybe we can all live together. In it the would, same house. In the same house. It would help some of um, her expenses because it's very expensive to pick up, uproot yourself and move somewhere else. Um, it would help our expenses. It would help our expenses. It was an opportunity to move to a quieter place and um, some other benefits aside from that and saving a little bit on rent and also helping my aunt is that she has, uh, she was bringing her cat Leo with her. So that was exciting because I always want to have another, more animals. Um, and so that would be a way, but also too, we thought, oh my gosh, if she lived with us, she could also watch bear, our cat bears. So there'd be a built-in bear sitter, possibly mm -hmm. we could be her Leo sitter, all of this stuff. So it sounded like, and felt like such a great, uh, situation, right? Because she's, she's vegetarian also. She's correct. Uh, she's vegetarian, but Mostly. she's had to, well, she's been vegan, raw vegan, and now vegetarian. And sometimes she will have a little meat because she's had some health issues that require her to have a little more gotcha. meat proteins. But anyway, so we started looking and there was a certain type of, um, the most ideal situation would have been a front house that was three bedrooms, two bath that had a separate unit. So they call these, um, um, mother-in-law. Yeah. Like mother-in-law where it's, where it's like a studio or, or, or like this other guest house unit that's completely separate. So she can, you know, be, have her own life and be independent and do her own thing. And yet we all have we our all privacy. Right. Yeah. So I found this place that I just love. Oh my God. I loved it so much. It was exactly that setup. And not only that, it was one of the older Portland homes where it also had a completely finished basement, which means we would actually have not only a place for her to store all of her stuff. So it's another storage unit, but we would also have a place for visitors because as you all know, we do have some wonderful friends and family who come to visit us. And so there'd be just so much room for everyone. And her her separate place had a full kitchen, everything. I mean, it was fantastic. Enclosed yard for Leo. I mean, it was just beautiful. And whoever lived there prior, they had to have been artists because there were very special touches like stained glass windows and artsy tiles. And it was just lovely. Charming. 
and the area that it was in. It was so close to this amazing park. Like, how close was that to us? What would you say? Like a block? A block and a half away? block and a half to two blocks away. A nice, pleasant oh, walk. My God. It was conveniently located to a lot of cool oh, places, but not so close that there was a lot of traffic noise. No. It was, it really was idyllic. Oh, my God. Like, it checked all the boxes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And the price was fantastic for what we all agreed would be the budget. So as long as there were three of us there. Yes. Yes. So it was just amazing. I mean, Sien and I walked around that neighborhood. Yep. You know, we parked the car, got out, walked around back and forth across the block several times Mm -hmm. just to feel the area. And we Mm -hmm. we just fell in love with it. Totally. Thought it was fantastic. Yeah. So we were so excited. Yeah. And uh, so when it came time to actually do the application and um, be more serious about about that that part, we you first before filling out an application, you have to see it. You have to make an appointment to see it. And so we made that appointment and we were super excited the day of the appointment. But then on the day of the appointment, we got an email saying it had to be rescheduled. So I was wondering what the heck was going on. I started to panic. And because out here in Portland, it's basically first come, first serve as far as um, when you're interested in a place. The landlord or management company, they don't pick like, oh, this is the best tenant. They have minimum qualifications and it's the first one who satisfies those those, 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 um, requirements that's who they need to offer it by law to. So we just, so anyways, it got canceled. Um, they did reschedule it, but it was for a full week later. I had to do some digging because no one was giving me like the information. And of course <laughs> I'm doing this with all panic vibe, right? Because so you were like, what's going on? Oh my gosh. I'm so attached and I'm actually clutching. Like I want it so bad. And this is just clearly an example of how you don't want to manifest things. You don't want to just be clutching for dear life and having like scraping nail marks on, you know, on it and all of that stuff. So I found out that there uh, was a group that put in all of their applications, a group of friends who wanted to rent this this property. And they said they had until a certain date to accept it and put their down payments and all that kind of stuff. So I'm like biting so my fingers. So we were fingers. not first in line. We weren't first in right. line. I'm yeah. like biting my nails about like, okay, waiting for that day to come. And to make this long story slightly shorter, we didn't get it. And I really thought we were going to get it. And all of that came from just total attachment to this place. (sighs) But so that was actually a surprise and shock and a disappointment. It was a total disappointment. Like I was so sad. I was I had already planned a list of things that we needed to get for that place. Like this is just how I get you were ready to move in. I was ready. And you know, but Again, I was reminded that rejection, so this did feel like rejection, even though it wasn't totally rejection, but rejection is protection because shortly thereafter. Yeah. Okay, wait, I have to stop you. Oh, stop me. Because that phrase rejection is protection. You used that phrase Mm -hmm. with me the Mm -hmm. other day. Yeah. And you said, have you heard of that? Rejection is protection. (laughs) And my honest answer is no. 
what is that? So you, yeah. I think you need to explain, like, what do you mean oh, by rejection okay. is okay. protection? So rejection. So when things don't go your way, basically. When you get, quote unquote, rejected. Yes. So you get the no, you get the door slammed in your face. Your application gets torn up. Rejection. There is a reason why that's happened. And you will soon see how that decision is actually for your highest good. There is a protection element, a protective element in there. Hmm. And the thing is, is that oftentimes we don't, we can't see the full picture. Hmm. And because we can't see the full picture, it's a challenge to truly embrace when things don't go our way, to truly embrace that as, okay, you know what? That means there's something better. Hmm. Okay, you know what? It's okay because I know the universe has um, has my back, and I know it means that this is happening for my highest good. Hmm. Okay. It's hard. I mean, you can think all those things, but to truly feel it in your bones yeah, and know it. To feel it is a different thing. To know it yeah. and go, okay, mm-hmm, take mm-hmm. a deep breath and move on. And to relax with, with and be like, all faith. is well. Yeah. That part is a challenge, yes. right? When you can't yes. see the full picture. Right. So rejection is protection. It's all about that. Okay. Okay. So... This was totally a situation where we were being protected because, again, this was higher rent mm-hmm. and probably which, would, which was going to be fine because we had more people. Of, right. Instead of just yes. you and me, it was going to be you, me and your aunt. Right. And right. still it was cheaper for everyone. Okay. You know, if she was to find her pl- a place by herself, mm-hmm. what we were actually play- paying already at the time, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. But my aunt shifted course a bit and decided to move from Virginia directly back home to Hawaii. And it was like, phew, oh my God. Because <laughs> we wouldn't have been able to do it without her. Mm-hmm. As far as managing, you know, signing a lease and being on the hook for that larger amount of rent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, oh my God, then we, Toast and I lost We a, lost a source of yeah. income. Yeah, that a large been, source of income for us. Yeah, that been that had been a consistent source of income. Yeah, for, why don't you tell that tell that part for about I think about nine years. Yeah, yeah, we, I think we so have had too. a consistent source of income from work, and you know, on one level, I I think both of us knew, and you know, we have the awareness that you can't take anything for granted. And um, just because it's been consistent, you know, if you have had a consistent source of income or an, uh, work for that long, doesn't mean you, you're going to always have it. But because of the nature of that relationship mm-hmm. that I had mm-hmm. with with this source that of company, income, yeah, yeah, I had, I guess, thought it would be reasonable to expect that I would have at least two weeks notice, a month's notice, oh, you know, right, of, right. Yeah. of a close or a change in that relationship mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in regards to finances. Yeah. Well, what actually ended up happening is that I had l- like two or three days notice. Right. You know, right. That just felt like it came out of the blue and, there was no... Um, they called the meeting with you on a Thursday 
and Monday was going to be your last day. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, Friday was going to be your last day, and then it was extended right. to Monday. That's right. Yeah. 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 That's right. Um, so that was a unpleasant surprise. Yes. Shall we say? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> because after nine years, too, you, you know, it's not purely the income. After nine years, you develop relationships, mm-hmm. you know, uh, with certain people, um, and a level of uh, what you would think of as a level of reciprocal kind of trust. Right. You know, where right. it's like, hey, I'm going to give you a heads up as much yeah. as I can, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Yeah. But anyways, so yeah, it was, it was an unpleasant surprise um, on one level for sure. Mm-hmm. But since we're talking about being thankful when yeah. things don't go, quote, your way, I... I have to say that just like with being, quote, rejected for the house, you yeah. know, the rental house mm-hmm, that we, mm-hmm. we had thought, wow, well, we really wanted this would be perfect if we get it. It <sighs> actually turned out to be perfect that we didn't get it. Right. Totally, As it turned yeah. out. And this is another piece of that story mm-hmm. because, hello, all of a sudden you lose this consistent source of income, yeah. right? So yeah, great that you didn't get that house, mm-hmm. which which would have meant the higher rent, mm-hmm. especially with your aunt not being part of the house. Um, but the other part that I can now say, wow, you know, thank you for, yeah. uh, for this, quote, losing that source yeah. of consistent income. Right. Because honestly... Like, it really kickstarted and catalyzed a new, a, a sense of a new, fresh start. Yeah. And even to, to a certain degree, a new kind of self-identity, I guess, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. when you've been connected and when you've played a certain role uh, for so long, mm-hmm. for almost a decade... You start to become attached, right, um, and wrapped up in seeing yourself as oh, that's who I am, mm-hmm. and it's there is a sense of freedom mm-hmm. and a sense of possibility and openness with having that fall away. Yeah, there, there. At first, there's that fear. Yeah, for sure, and disappointment and all of that, but. There's also on the flip side that sense of hey anything's possible more right. more is possible now right and um that's super super valuable because one of my chief values and our chief values is the truth that life is dynamic mm-hmm. once life becomes static and stagnant that's not true life anymore right life is always changing and the experience of of uh the good feeling part of life is in the adventure of okay what's the new you know you get to determine what that is Mm -hmm. and honestly like if if i I'm really honest with myself. I knew that I had been wanting to do certain things, pursue uh, certain things and projects and activities, but I had been allowing my old identity to be an excuse to not pursue them. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully that can make sense to people. 
Yeah, and I think I think too it's like because I know there had there had been moments where mm-hmm. you know we had wondered if okay, is it time for you to exit mm-hmm. from that arena? Mm-hmm. Um and we chose to we chose we thought it would be better for you to stay. Mm-hmm. But it's like the universe really, the universe, spirit, God, whatever you want to call it, really knows what we need. And this truly was a blessing. Mm-hmm. We couldn't do it ourselves. Um, I mean, Evidently, we could, right? we could Evident- no, but, but we didn't honestly, choose to. Exactly. Yes. And we chose to exactly. stay safe. And by the universe doing this. And stagnant. And stagnant. With the universe doing this, it does shake things up. And the shakeup. So the shakeup that can often be seen as um, a bad thing, oh, this negative thing that happened, oh my God, what am I going to do? Man, so much good can come from from it. Mm -hmm. You know, you definitely feel alive again because you're on your toes, you're totally awake, you're like, okay, what's my next move? And um, life is infused right back into you when (laughs) you are greeted with sometimes what feels very negative. Um, and through this, we were able to, um, Toast was able to work on our, on revitalizing our online shop to, uh, create our, our, um, free opt-in, you know, to, for people to sign up on our email list to create other things. And she also opened up to getting, um, a few other, uh, project opportunities that there would have been no time for. Right. You know, but her energy was open and available. And um, so these things came and she could say yes. And it was just, it really was just, it showed us that this thing that happened that felt so, it felt stressful. It felt even on a personal level, just hurtful. It's like, okay, look, it's okay. It's all for the high. And it's actually better. It's actually better. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so anyways, so to continue on with the story, because it's not done, people, it's not done. The story's not done. So when we got the news of that, um, of that source of income ending, we, prior to that, as you know, and concurrent with that, we were, we were thinking of moving because of my aunt, but then and looking for a quieter place. Yeah. But we, we still thought it was going to be good for us to move anyways, because right. we needed a quieter place to record just for various reasons. Mm-hmm. And so we thought, okay, well, you know, and we were, we were still kind of on the fence. Should we move? Should we not move? What should we do? And just being kind of flimsy about it, <laughs> but with this irritating ourselves, of, with the loss of this income stream, we're like, okay, if we're going to move, we need to move now while you are showing this income, because that's just how it is. You have to like fill out so much paperwork. So then we went on the hunt again to look for a place that was quieter. And uh, again, I fell in love with this beautiful place in an area called St. John's, which is just amazing. Landlord was amazing. Great communication style. Awesome. Pictures were great. When we went there, though, and the location was amazing, the place just f- was way smaller than what we knew could easily work for us. And so it felt like another disappointment door, in a way, 
closing in on us. Yes, and, and I again, I really us. thought this was it. Okay, yeah, because I had so much rapport with the with the owner and all of that stuff, and. As we were leaving, in my head, I'm still trying to make it work. I'm so in my head, I'm like, well, if we do this, well, we could store stuff in the garage. Well, maybe if we turn the sofa this way. So in my head, I'm just, you know, thinking a mile a minute. And then we sit in the car and we're still parked near that house. And we're talking, kind of briefly talking about it. And like, well, what do you think? And Tosa's like, there's no way we can do it. And I'm like, well, maybe because I'm like attached, right? And then my phone, my phone, I get a text and I get a text from the property management of a house that I had emailed about weeks ago, like weeks ago. And I thought, oh, this is going to be, this is a great place. They texted and, and asked, hey, are you available to see it now? So I'm looking at Toast and I'm going, and it's the most inconvenient thing because we had a different plan after that. It's a lot farther away. I'm looking and Tosa's like, yeah, let's see it. And I'm like, should we really? But maybe we should just take this place. And I'm just feeling so stressed. We decided to go see it. We walk in and that was expansion. The feeling of expansion. Walking in there and that feeling of, ah. Oh. <laughs> There's space. <laughs> the door opened. The window's open. Now you have air to breathe. There's space. And sometimes I got to say, when you're feeling desperate, and I was feeling desperate because I felt, I already felt that quote unquote rejection of the other house that I desperately wanted when we were thinking of my aunt moving in with us. Okay. But then I felt a different desperation because, um, and not from just true desire of loving that St. John's house. But really from the time, like we have a time span. You just wanted the search to be over. I did because I was worried. The search is over. Yeah. So. I forget how that song. REO Speedwagon. Yeah. yeah, I think we can forget that song. Okay. But um, I. So I, I was sort of shrinking to meet. Shrinking to fit into that house. So changing my vibration to fit into that house. Mm. Like trying to convince yourself that this is good enough. Yeah. Right. right. Like trying to just kind of, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, and again, I still think we could have made it work. Like, but, Mm -hmm. but if you want, if you want an experience of grace and ease, what's, you know, something full of ease the place we got texted about that we went to visit immediately after that was ease and there was n- there it was undeniable as soon as we stepped into the place it was like oh look at all this space and god we wouldn't have to store anything um there's in- totally enough room for this 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 the layout all of it was just this is it hmm. and so that's where we are now we're in this place. We are now recording in that <laughs> place. And it's quiet. Mm-hmm. So anyways, this was a very long story. I hope you stayed with us. <laughs> Congratulations <laughs> if you stayed with us. But this, this was is just, the longest story we've ever told. It's the longest story ever. But there were so many moments within this story that um, that had um, that was disappointing and yet 
calling on us to to stretch ourselves, mm-hmm. to um, stay positive. And I don't like that that phrase really stay positive but you know what I mean like to really have that trust like okay you know what there is something better like I can't know everything yeah I think it's the trust and the humility yeah yeah there is there it's going to work out and it's going to work out for the better Mm -hmm. I can't see the full the full terrain here Mm -hmm. I think it's the (sighs) trust and the humility and also the being called upon to show up and do yes, your part and yes, then totally. do the search and to adjust your attitude and mm-hmm. to be open mm-hmm. and to, you know, to continue the search, even though you wish the search was over already. You know? I know. I'm so um, grumpy about to it. To stick with it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, like th- we're not talking about like a fairy tale ending. It's not like the place that we're in now has no problems and we have no complaints at all. There's been challenges. Every place yep. is going to have a little challenge, Yeah, but it's been it has been really neat to kind of look back, right, as we're coming to the close of the year and to look back on the year um, and look at the quote-unquote negative things mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. to put them in perspective. Yeah. And to really remind yeah. yourself that, you know what, things work out. You can handle it. Yeah. Right? Trust. Yeah. Have faith. Be uh, Cultivate humility to realize that, yeah, you don't know you don't even know what's best for you all the time. You totally. might think. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I kind of relate to it as as like parenting. You know, when you're a little kid and your your parent or your guardian says, no, you can't have cake for dinner. I'm not going to let you have candy for dinner. And you're a little kid and you're like, but I want, you know, that's what you want. Right. But you don't know what's best for you. Right. So thank God right. you have a the parent, a guardian who tells you no and says, no, you, you, uh, yeah, you do have to eat your vegetables. You know, it's mm-hmm, like, that's mm-hmm. a good parent who, who or I don't want to brush my teeth. Right. Who, who quote unquote, you know, f- forces you or puts up boundaries and barriers and, and protects yeah. you. Right. Yes. Their re- it's rejection is protection. Yes. And it's about having the humility as grown-ups to realize that, hey, just because you're grown up doesn't mean that you know everything that's, quote, best for you either. So, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Also, too, I will just say, I need to say this. Okay. This last, this last thing. Okay. So, if, you're, if you feel like things are going well for you, things are good. And if something happens that kind of shakes that up, just know that spirit, God, universe may be preparing you for something great. Because often good is the enemy of great. Mm -hmm. When things are good, you're probably comfortable. So why are you going to shake it up for yourself? Right. And and comfortable leads to... Stagnation. Static and stagnation. Yeah. 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 And sometimes you can't recognize that Mm -hmm. because there's just lots of trappings. It's like, well, I'm comfortable, um, but if I want to grow or do this other thing, I feel like maybe I'm being ingrateful, ungrateful for this thing. If I want to do this and then we kind of stay stuck and... You know, and it is, it's easier to stay stuck in a way 
Well, that's the inertia. Yeah. Right. Inertia. Things at rest. Comfort. Our comfort zone. So good is the enemy of great. So just know greatness is right around the corner. And even if you just did something great, that great will eventually become good because there's more great to be had. Mm -hmm. Life is dynamic. Yes. (sighs) And we're all All in this life together. We are. We're honored that you took the time to listen. Hopefully you got something out of it. Yep. And we just thank you. Thank you for being on this journey with us together. Oh, a reminder. Mm -hmm. Use a code. Oh, yeah. Pod 10. Pod 10 at our online woo-woo shop. Woo-woo shop. Yep. (laughs) So thank you so much again for listening. Don't forget to join our email list if you're not on it. Visit us at siennaandtoast.com. And until next time, this is Sienna. And this is Toast. And we always remind you to live your love story. I'm Michelle Phillips, a celebrity makeup artist, beauty expert, self-confidence coach, and Hay House author. My podcast, Beauty and Beyond, is the place for women navigating the challenges of the aging process. Listen in for my professional advice, as well as my expert guests, as we share valuable tips, practical tools, and empowering resources to help you not only look amazing, but also live an amazing life. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and available wherever you get your podcasts.